<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. Back again, man. Back again with my co-host extraordinaire, Water, man. Water is the best co-host of all time. Water should be everybody's co-host. It should be the co-host to your life. Okay? You need water to survive. Water's there for you. You taking showers, you bathing, you brushing your teeth. You know what I'm saying? You washing your face, you washing the dishes, you rinsing the food off. Water is the ultimate co-host. You can't have a good show without water. You know what I'm saying? You working out at the gym, water should be your co-host. Everything you doing, you just had sex, you doing a bird bath. Water is right there for you on the rinse off. Water is there for you in your toilets. Imagine a dry flush. Imagine a dry flush, a toilet with no water in it, man. What you going to what you going to do? Booty hole just dropping deposits on a dry surface. How stankin'. Because you ain't got no water in there. You ain't got no co-host. I need water to be respected out here, man. It's everything. It's everything. All these astronomers, all this NASA stuff, they looking for planets. They looking for the water. Where the water at? Where the water at? That's all they care about, man. They looking for that water. Like, what? All these billions of planets and these worlds and all this, man, who can, who can hold the water? They're not looking for shopping malls and none of that shit. They're looking for the water, man. Water is the key to everything. All the animal life that you see on this planet, they came out the sea, man. They came out of the water and was like, yo, man, we doing this. We doing this. They crawled out of the water and was like, yo, man, let's, let's do like an album on land. And then they started doing albums on land. And now here we are all diversified and shit. Water, man, respect it. Drink more of it. It's good for your skin. It's good for your internal organs. It's good for everything, man. Keep the fluids going. And that main fluid in your life should be water. And I'm not talking about coffee and juices and teas. I'm talking about taking the water straight up, raw. No add-ons, no, no fix-ins. None of that extra shit, man. Just get your water fresh. All right? That's my spiel on water for the day. Yo, if you're in my uh, Instagram live right now, if you want to see the rest of this, join my Patreon. Click the link in my bio on my Instagram. Click that top link. That's my Patreon. And join. Join. That's all you got to do, man. Come on. Join. But I'm about to cut the camera off. I'm cutting the camera off because y'all y'all not patron saints. The patron saints get special treatment, and they about to get this show live right here, right now. If you want to be a part of that, you want to be a part of the action, go to my Instagram page right now, click the link in my bio, hit that top tab, it's that Patreon, and join. Other than that, man, I'm logging off. Boom. Now, now we real. Shout out to my patron saints in here, man. Welcome back to Verbal Cardio. Tony Ant, Miss Smiley, Eric Payne, Autumn Leaves, Mikey Make uh, Zochi, uh, 
Mar- Martiz Bryant or Martiz Bryant. That's a new name for me. That's Sizzle, Ash Tamaria, Miss Miles, France PAC, LBC Rondo, Terrence C, Hey Scotty, 2 Jesse, G Man, Candy Cammy, Waters, love the name Rainbow, Alice Marie Brinson, Jay Finesse, King Panda, Remo Mills, Tanisha, aka Misha Cake. George E, Octavia, you know what I'm talking about, Brando DeMando, Latoya Larkin, your big debut career coaching and consulting. That's funny that that is your name on here. Your big debut career coaching and consulting. That is your name. That's mad funny to me. Listen, I'm going to come out the gate with this. First of all, shout out to Amir on the ones and twos back here, man. Appreciate him. On the knobs, hitting buttons, turning the switches, pressing the pressing the little button forward. You know, when they they always show like people in the studio, and then they 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 push those buttons forward. They be in there, and they always extra animated in the music studio when they be making the beats. They be like, <laughs> they be extra feeling it when they be in the studio making the music. They be like, whoo! And then you know, people be there be like, man, this ain't really it, but they feeling it. But you gotta be feeling it. Like when you make a song, you gotta be feeling it. One thing, I watched a video on Tevin Campbell yesterday. Tevin Campbell was telling his story. And he didn't think much of Can We Talk at the time. Can We Talk became his signature song. But at the time, he didn't think it was gonna be that big of a hit. And that's, I'm sure that happens countless times in music where you just be like, it'd be the biggest song in your career, the song that changed your life, the song that make people cry and pass out at the concert. And you just be like, I ain't really feeling this one, but let's give it a go. Happens all the time. De La Soul doesn't even like performing Me, Myself, and I. They hate performing Me, Myself, and I. And that's their most popular song. But they be like, man, we hate doing it. Um, Tevin Campbell, he was just like, when they brought me the song, I was just like, all right, well, let's do it. But, you know, he wasn't that impressed at the time. And then it became, you know, the song that helped, you know, helped change his life in a sense. Um, so shout out to Tevin Campbell. I know you ain't watching, you ain't listening to this, but shout out to Tevin Campbell, man. You're part of my childhood. I remember when he came out. You know, I heard him on Tomorrow on the Quincy Jones joint. No, tomorrow will bring better you, better me. Like, it made me feel good. Like, that's it's that feel-good music, right? And you should ever give up on your hopes and your dreams. You got to get up, get out, and get over and get it on to be strong. If you try, we can fly to a place in the sun. I'm like, man, come on, man. This is a good-ass time, man. Who is this kid? And then he was singing Round and Round on the Graffiti Bridge soundtrack with Prince. And it was just like, wow, man, Round and Round. Tevin Campbell. And then he did his own thing, man. He made his own music. Can we talk? I'm ready. What's your favorite Tevin Campbell song? Mine is Always in My Heart. That's my favorite Tevin Campbell record, Always in My Heart. That's my favorite joint by Tevin Campbell. You know what I'm saying? What's your favorite Tevin Campbell joint? Let me know. I'm ready. Man, the patron saints are saying, I'm ready. Back to the world, Always in My Heart. I'm ready. Eye to eye. I'm ready is my favorite. I'm ready. 
I'm ready was a bop. My daughter sang tomorrow at their uh, pre-K graduation. If we try, we can fly to a place in the sun. Man, great song. And then the kids come in for the chorus, man. Good music, man. Shout out to Tevin Campbell, man. I didn't know he did Broadway. He did like hairspray on Broadway. And I was like, all right. Even though he walked away from like, you know, making albums, he was still like out here living his life, doing his thing, living in his talent. And uh, he was in hairspray. Now, I want to go in on this. So me and my patron saints, we be doing movie nights. And it's a whole bunch of low budget black movies on Tubi. Not just black movies, just a whole bunch of low budgetry on Tubi. So we watch this movie called He Played Me on Tubi. It's called He Played Me. And they got they got a sequel. It's two of them. He Played Me 1, He Played Me 2. All right? We watching this movie. It's, it's a bad movie. It's, it's, he Played Me. Let's... Let's talk about Tyler Perry, for example. Tyler Perry makes movies that, you know, are rooted in the black traumatic experience. Like women are going to be getting cheated on. They're going to be getting abused. It's just going to be, that's going to be the crux of the, the Tyler Perry experience. Women out here getting done wrong, getting cheated on. Or occasionally the, 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 the women are doing the wrong shit and, and, and it's a good guy. There's really no gray areas. So this movie right here, he played me. They say it's based on a true story. It's set in Detroit. There's a woman that's unhappy in her marriage. Her husband is out here. He drink too much. He drink too much. He drinking beer. He come home. He drinking. As soon as he get home, he work nights. He come home in the morning. He drinking the beer. She mad like, you drinking already in the morning? I had, to, I had to pause it right there because I'm like, yo, he works the night shift. You work the night shift, your unwind is in the morning. Like, give this, man, give this man a beer, man. He just got off a hard shift. You know, his schedule ain't typical anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? His time to drink is after work, man, taking the load off. So to you, it looks like, man, you drinking for breakfast? But that's not his breakfast. That's his unwind. I know, I know it's 7 a.m., but I just got off work, man. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to unwind, man. It, it's stressful at work. Let me get in on this beer right here. Hush. So I felt like that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Let him get, let him, let him get his beer after work. All right. But she wasn't feeling that. He was drinking too much. And he kind of was. So to convey to the audience that this dude is drinking too much. They would have him passed out in the kitchen with the beer bottles next to him. I'm like, bro, like, you know, you don't have to be so on the nose with him drinking to where he's laying next to the beer bottle. Like, we get it. We we know we know what drinking beer can do to you. You could just have him passed out, you know, maybe a broken beer bottle. Like, since he passed out. I would imagine that he fell and, you know, there's a good chance that the, the beer bottle is going to break on the fall. Like, if, you, if you're really that drunk, you're passing out. And who passes out in the kitchen like that, raw on the kitchen floor? Like, you know, I had a drunk uncle growing up. And 
one day I, I went upstairs. I came upstairs from the basement. My uncle was passed out, butt-ass naked, in the doorway of the bathroom. But butt-ass naked. My my assumption is that, all right, I, I ran upstairs and went the way the basement was set up in, in, in my aunt's house, right? So you come out of the basement, you open the basement door. That basement door directly faces the bathroom upstairs. So when you come out of the basement, the first thing you see is that bathroom. I open the I open the basement door. Now, mind you, I'm coming from the basement. So when I open the door, I'm not already elevated. I'm not already. So my eyesight is low because I open the door. So I see, you know, what's in front of me right here. So when I open the door, I'm lined up with naked body. He passed out in the doorway, just passed out. Sitting, raw booty cheeks, right on the entryway to the bathroom and the hallway, right in the in-between. One cheek, one cheek is in the bathroom, the other cheek is on the hallway floor. Butt-ass naked. Sack, shaft, out of here, just done. I was like, I didn't even check to see if he was alive. I was just like, you know what, man? I closed the basement door and I... I I just left. I don't know where I was going, but whatever I was doing up there, I aborted the whole mission. I probably left the house. I, did. I was like, oh, man, I'm sick of this. Sick of Willie, man. And that was his name, Willie. And so, <laughs> it's funny that his name was Willie and he was butt-ass naked. Willie out. But he was he was passed out drunk. There was there was no 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 bottles around him, none of that. He just, you know, he was out of here. And so that was enough to convey to me, like, Willie drunk, he be drinking, here we go. Now, in this movie, he played me, we already established that he drinks a lot. Just have him passed out, broken beer bottle next to him to make it look like he really fell in the kitchen. And then that, that's all we needed. But he passed out because they, they were supposed to go on a, like a romantic date because she was feeling sexually frustrated because, you know, all he did was drink and they wasn't getting that me time. And so she worked. I don't know if she was a social worker or some, some type of job. She had a little she had a customer in there. It was a girl with an attitude. So fast forward, she goes out. She sees the girl that was giving her attitude at the job, you know, and so they sit down and talk. They like at a hotel lounge or whatever. They sit down and talk, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, you was giving me mad attitude at work. Now look at you. And she was telling her story and what she was going through. And, you know, they they just got real cool. And then uh, the girl had a room upstairs. They went up there to continue talking and sipping drinks. And they ended up hooking up. They ended up smashing, right? And so she cheated on her husband with this woman. And they end up continuing the affair. You know, they hooking up here and there. And, you know, the husband don't know what's going on. He just working and drinking, just, you know, being a screw up. But, like, you know, he ain't cheating on this girl. So, so then he steps his game up. He tries to get his act together. And so old girl kind of calls it quits with the other girl. So then... He's like, yeah, man, we're doing this romantic thing. We're going we gonna to do this. And so he planned this big romantic, you know, gesture. And then he fumbled the ball. He passed out drunk again. And so left her hanging at the hotel, posed up with the lingerie, 
posed up waiting for the romantic evening that never happened because he was just too drunk. So at this point, you know what I'm saying, she was just, fuck it. You know, she meets this guy and she starts working with this guy. He came up in her office needing a loan, a bank loan or whatever, all all charming and shit. And like the guy, you know, he was like, yo, I'm gonna try to charm this girl so I can get this, so I can get this loan for this business. And like, you know, he putting on the fake charm. And it worked, you know, they end up, they end up hooking up, smashing. She cheating on her husband again. Now she cheating on him with a dude. And the dude is trash because we knew, we knew what his ulterior motive was, but he ended up having feelings for her in the long run. Fast forward, she ended up leaving her husband. She ended up marrying this dude. Fast forward again, we find out that, you know, that girl that she had an affair with is the dude's wife or whatever. And so they find that out and it's like, yo, yo, this is, this is, this is who you left me for. It was like, yo, this is, they, they used to mess around. It was just a mess. And this dude was shady. This dude was, meanwhile, the girl that she had hooked up with that had, that she had an affair with, she getting abused by this dude. She getting hands put on her. This dude was in jail having her sleep with men to get the money. This dude had her sleeping with the parole officer to keep the heat off his back. Just pimping his girl out. This is who this dude is. But now he all in love with the main girl. And so all this is going on. I'm just like, man, this is just goddamn ridiculous. But I'm all in. The acting is bad. The 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 storyline is just mad ridiculous. Even if, it, even if it's based on a true story, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's like, yo, who, who's living like this? I mean, I guess there are some people that's living like this, but I'm like, man, come on, man. Really, all this is going on? So the dude is trash. Dude is absolute garbage. And so, but she hanging in there. She all in love with him. They having threesomes and whatnot. And she just trying to hang in there. And then um, she finds out how trifling, uh, finds out how trifling he is. So she's like, I'm going to break it off. The dude is like, yo, man. Talk to his thug friends like, yo, I want you to take her out, man. She out here. She thinks she's going to leave me. Take her out, man. Shoot her down. So he hires somebody to shoot her in front of her house. So she gets shot up. And, you know, she's the mother of, like, two teenage boys. She gets shot up. The movie kind of ends, like, right there with her getting shot up on her porch. And the dude set up the shoot. And then we go to part two. That's all part one. That's all part one. So now it's just like, man, this is mad ridiculous. The acting is bad, but we all in. We like, yo, this is super ridiculous. That what's going on here? Because it, it it it's in the vein of writing those ridiculously bad evil characters with no gray area, like no no gray area. Like, we get it. All right, you trying to charm this girl. You're going to be charming at first, and then you're going to show your true colors. We get that. But, like, there should still be some type of charm to where you get why this person is appealing. Even, even if they are a villain, there should be some type of quality in them to where you could be like, all right, I can see why. You know what I mean? So, in part two, she in the hospital. 
Her sons are like, yo, that dude you was dating, we think he the one that set up your shooting. She's like, what? Nah, y'all tripping. Mm-mm. Nah, uh-uh. Nah, I don't think it was him. And so she gets out of the hospital. Mind you, the dude, the dude that did her dirty and got a shot, went back to his original wife that she used to mess around with, back to her, still putting hands on her, pimping her out when need be, making her do threesomes with other women. It was just like, yo, why is this other girl staying? Because the other girl that he was beating on and abusing and stuff like that, she was pretty. But nah, man, it was just like, yo, this dude is mad ridiculous, but she's staying. Cut to her sons are like, yo, mom, we broke. We need to make some money in here. You in the hospital, the business folded, you know, so we got to make some money out here so we can sell drugs. And she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. My son ain't going to be selling drugs. It's just weed, mom. It's just weed. Uh-uh, nah. Uh-uh, I raised y'all better than this. Uh-uh. Mom, man, you know what I'm saying? Everybody smoke weed now. It ain't what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different time. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And so she ended up getting cool with it. They start making money. They bring this other dude in as a business partner. This business partner comes in all smooth and being like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? What's up with you? You know what I'm saying? Already trying to put his little bid in, you know? And after she done been through all that she went through with that whack-ass dude, so and she got shot up. So she's just like, you know, I'm not really feeling men right now, which is fair. But he like, man, what's up with you, man? You got an attitude, you know what I'm saying? All men ain't like that, you know what I'm saying? I'm a real one, you know, all trying to be smooth and shit like that. Man, look, man, you working you working with her sons. If you're going to be doing business, just do the business, man. Stop trying to smash the mom. So they out here. Meanwhile, part one and part two got mad sex scenes in it. Like, it's just sex scenes. Yeah, we, we doing a threesome. Yeah, hop on and ride. Hop on and ride. You know what I'm saying? So they ride and they smash and they getting it in. It's just like, yo, man, the mad, unnecessary sex scenes. I'm like, teenage Tony would have been having a ball with this movie because I, I was taking the nudity and the sex wherever I could get it. But grown Tony? That has full access to porn if I want. If, if I'm in the mood, I don't need this in my regular plotted stories. Smashing, getting it in, all that other stuff. So still abusive to her. So the mom and the sons are working together. They're making good money. The dude that's working with the sons and the mom is still trying to mack her down. She's just like, look, you know, he's like, look, man, I know you've been through a lot. But, you know, every guy ain't the same. You need a real one in your corner. You need a real one in your corner. She's like, man, look out. So he's just trying to put his bid in. They go to the strip club together, her and her sons. They all go to the strip club and the business dude that is going with them. And so he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I can pick you up. See, see? She giving them attitude. See, you give me a little attitude, man. Let me pick you up. I'm going to pick you up anyway. I'm going to look straight through your attitude, pick you up. You need an alpha male in your life. Picks her up, go to the strip club. Then she runs into a stripper that she had a threesome with with her old trifling-ass husband. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm ready to go. I don't like the energy in here. And then he's like, I could take you home. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we we know what this is going to lead to. I could take you home. I can get you to ride home. You know, we we know what that's going to lead to. Give us a ride home. They in there arguing again. And you need a real one in your life. And then they get close and then they smash and then they getting it in. Of course they're getting it in. She giving it up. She's smashing everybody. 
all right? Messing up the whole business proposal with the smash. And so, but the, but the sons like this dude, you know what I'm saying? It's a real one, you know what I'm saying? And side note, she runs into the ex-husband, the original ex-husband that used to drink, that was passed out drunk like my Uncle Willie. She runs into him at the uh, hospital and she hobbling along because she got shot. So she on the cast and she hobbling along and he's there with like his new boo. And he's like, oh, hey, you know, what? how you doing? And she look, she just looked like, you know, she got shot. So I'm sure he got some satisfaction out of seeing her like that. Like, look at you now. Look at you now. Out here on the crutches, you know, you're all shot up. Your husband and cheated on you. He was trifling. Probably put a hit out on you. And you left me for him. You couldn't handle me drinking beers after work, but look at you now. And then the girl that he was with, oh, this is your ex-wife. Huh? Look at this old trifling half of him. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So all this is going on. Um, her second ex-husband just, he's still in love with this woman. He wants her back, but he just whacked. And then he's treating this current girl like trash. The current girl that's getting beat by this man, she's confiding in her good friend like, yo, he he putting hands on me, man. I just, man, I just knew he wasn't the one. I just knew he wasn't the one. I just knew he was I just... Man, I don't know. She's like, girl, I don't know why you stand with him. Girl, I don't know why you stand with him. This, this, that, and the third. I don't know why you stand with him. Cut two, she brings her over to have a threesome with the dude. Talking all that shit as a friend, like, yo, uh-uh, uh-uh. You need to leave him. She brings her in for the threesome. They have a threesome. And then her friend ends up sleeping with the guy even more. Like, they still doing it. And she walks in on that like, uh-uh, uh-uh. This is what we doing out here. Hey, you you brought me into this. I can see why you stayed. Now nah, this is a good time. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And then she ends up getting pregnant by the trash dude. And then she tells the girl, she's like, I'm pregnant. She's like, <laughs> hey, good luck with that. Good luck with that, girl. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So all that is going on. He's still trying to get with his old ex, pulls up on the spot that they at, sees the new dude. They have a little, they have a little standoff. Like, yeah, it's a real man out here. You putting hands on women, but yo, it's a real man right here. Cause you know, in that, in that Tyler Perry fashion, you know what I'm saying? We got the super good dude that's gonna come in and be like, yeah, man, I'm a good dude. You know? Oh, side note. He got tired of her. Like when they when they finally smashed, and he was like, "Yo, let's take a trip." She was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh." He was like, "Yo, how long are you gonna keep this shield up? Just because one dude hurt you, don't mean that's gonna happen again. That's not every dude. Uh uh-uh, uh, let's just. I need time." He was like, "Time? You keep shoving down my throat. She, you got shot. You got played. How long are we gonna relive this? Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm just not ready to go. I'm just not ready to go. You know what? I'm out. Oh, now you mad now? Uh uh-uh. uh." Uh-uh, you mad now. He's like, I'm not mad. I just, I'm just tired of sitting here paying for somebody else's bullshit. So he walked off on that note. So side note, since they're in the drug business now, of course you're going to have beef with other rival crews selling drugs. So these dudes pull up on the suns like, yo, man, you can't be selling weed in our territory without us getting a slice, man. It's disrespect. Hey, man, get the fuck out my shop, man. Nah, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all out here, you think you can just encroach on our territory out here selling the weed? You think you can do it like that? You think you think you can get it in how you live out here, huh? Man, get the fuck out of our shop, man. What's up? 
They'll be like, all right, man, we see y'all around. All right, you know what that means. So they come back. They dumping on them outside of the shop. They shooting back. Nobody got hit. So later that night, they burned down the, the weed spot, the little spot they got. They burn it down. So the mom is scrambling over there. The boys are scrambling over there. It's on fire. And then they call the business dude who the mom was messing around with. They call him. He shows up at the scene of the fire. Now, mind you, the scene of the fire, you could tell this movie was low budget because they, they didn't show one fire truck. They didn't show one uh, fireman. They didn't show no, no uh, fire truck lights. At least had the fire truck lights off camera so we can see them reflect on the wall. It was literally the same alleyway that they just had the shootout in where you just see a piece of a wall that's supposed to be the back of the business. That's all they show. No burnt out buildings, no fire trucks, no fire hose, no fire inspector. It was just like, yo, I'm going to talk to the fire inspector. He off camera. I'm like, yo, y'all really didn't have this in the budget. Y'all at least could have got them lights from Home Depot, just the regular lights or wherever you can just buy light. You know the light they used to put on top of the police car when the cop was in the regular car and they put the light on the table? At least get that. Nah. So they're in the alleyway. And so the dude, the business dude, shows up with a girl with him. And she like, uh-uh, this is what we're doing? You just let, it's, it ain't been 24 hours. You already got this bitch. He's like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to catch out here. So if you ain't trying to catch, then... I'm going to just do what I got to do. And I'm like, hey, man, that's fair. That's fair, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, that's fair. You don't want to make the commitment. You want to be bullshitting. I'm out here with the next. You make the choice. You make the decision. So anyway, she's talking to her homegirl. She finds out, and she talks to her son. She finds out, yo, man, I like that dude. That's a good dude that you you missing out on. You know what I'm saying? So she she goes, she goes to his house to apologize for how she acted and to tell him, like, yo, I want to take it to the next level. When she gets to that house, she shows up and the girl that she had in the Fairwood that was also attached to the ex-husband, the trifling ex-husband, was there at the house. And she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, see, no, uh-uh. Turns out, turns out that that guy and the girl she used to mess with are brother and sister. He was like, we'll feel this. And he reveals that that's his sister. Now, come, man, what, what are the chances of this happening? What are the chances of this bullshit right here happening? What, what are the chances? Show up. Uh-uh. Like, prove it. And then they show it. Look, it's on Instagram right here. This, that's my dad. And he just found out that they were related. He just found out. So now it's like, yeah, you coming to say that you love me, but I don't know, man. You hooked up with my sister. He's like, y'all had y'all had an affair? Like, what? Are you gay? Like, he was just confused. Of course he's confused. And this is Detroit. Of course he's confused. He's just like, are you gay, man? What's up with that? Nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. And so she giving the other girl attitude. I don't know why she giving her attitude. She was the one that was sleeping with her husband anyway. Yeah, y'all had an affair, but then you were sleeping with her whole husband. Didn't even know it. And then, you know, it comes out later and and he left her for you. She should be giving you the attitude. So the main character was just getting on my goddamn nerves the whole time. So anyway, 
This this buttery ass dude's like, man, forget all that. I'ma still ask her to marry me. I'm like, man, you you still gonna marry her? Come on, man. She cutting up, giving you mad attitude, smash your sister. That shit is awkward for you, boy. I'm out. Me personally, I'm out. I'm like, you know what? We just gonna be chilling later. We're gonna be chilling later, and I'm gonna just be looking at you and being like, yo, you. You smashed my sister. Even though we didn't grow up together, that's still weird. And so they end up getting married. And then they're doing all this buildup to make that her ex-husband just the worst dude of all time. Like the worst, the filthiest dude of all time, man. Making women have threesomes, beating on them, getting them shot. This dude is mad trifling. While they're married on their little honeymoon, she looks at her Instagram and finds out that that dude was killed. After two movies, we sat here for two movies, both both over 100 minutes long. These movies ain't even short. We sat here and watched this dude be trifling to the 10th degree. Just a, a complete ass. We see him beating women. We see him cheating. We see him getting people shot. We just seeing all kind of shadiness from this dude. We waiting for him to get his just desserts. We waiting for him to get his comeuppance. We're two movies in now. They kill this man off camera, and we see it via an Instagram post. When I tell you I was pissed, we done sat up here for four hours. And you killed this man via Instagram post? I'm cussing everybody out. Any, anybody I can find, they getting cussed out. I'm looking for them on Instagram. The, the girl the girl that played the girl that she had messed around with and ended up getting beaten and was having all the threesomes, I, I hit her up directly. I was like, yo, I am pissed. I'm about to hit up everybody involved. I'm going to the Instagram and be like, I am pissed. Y'all made a, y'all really made us sit up. Who, who wrote this? Y'all really made us sit up here for two movies. Waiting for this dude to get it. At least Tyler Perry, he going to make us get our revenge. We going to get that revenge. Remember in Diary of a Mad Black Woman, man, he ended up in the wheelchair. We were like, man, that's what you get. We got the satisfaction. We want to see the comeuppance. They gave us none of that. Instagram, oh, damn. He really got murdered out here. That's crazy. Uh-uh. You motherfucker. So now we gotta have more terrible two terrible Tubi movies with tone. Terrible Tubi movies with tone, man. We gotta have more of these. And they better not, they better not do us like they did us on this, man. Cause god damn, man. Piss. Cause it, 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 the movie was so bad, it was entertaining. It was just terrible, but it was working. Even me telling y'all this story, y'all was like, what? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Y'all was all in. 
I'm gonna told y'all the whole movie. I was pissed. And you're right, I should see the princess and the frog. And I'm watching these, this bullshit ass stuff that's just gonna leave us hanging. Pissed. And you know what? I made a list, y'all. I made a list of movies, cult classics, or, or like straight up hit movies. That I didn't see. I'm gonna give y'all the list right now. And I want I want y'all to just get off my neck. Get off my neck, get off my back. Go easy on me. I'm gonna give y'all the list. I'm gonna start with the 80s. Okay? Get off my back, man. I saw the Goonies. I finally saw the Goonies, man. Get off my back. Here we go. I never saw Footloose with Kevin Bacon. Never saw it. I know the song. I used to watch the video all the time. Never saw the movie Footloose. Kevin Bacon. Shout out to Kevin Bacon, man. One of my favorite actors. Never saw Footloose. Okay? Get off my back. I never saw Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey. Get off my back, man. I never saw it. It was about dancing, man. It was about dancing, man. Why would I want to see this? It came out in 1987. I was 10. I had no interest. I had no interest in dirty dancing or clean dancing. Unless it was Michael Jackson clean. I didn't see it. Didn't see dirty dancing. To this day, I had the time of my life. And I owe it all to you. But I did not watch that goddamn movie. Still haven't seen it. Never seen it. Okay? Never saw The Dark Crystal. I never saw the dark crystal. Didn't see the new one. Didn't see the old one. Never saw it. Wasn't interested. I didn't want to see the puppetry, man. Look out. Never saw the dark crystal. I never saw Labyrinth. Shout out to David Boy, but I never saw it. Never saw Labyrinth, man. Wasn't interested, man. I didn't like the way they was looking in the picture. Watch out. Never saw the Labyrinth. I don't know what was going on in there because I never saw it. I never saw Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Never saw it. Yeah, I know Sean Penn was in it, Forrest Whitaker, Judge Reinhold, Phoebe Cates. I know everybody that was in that thing. But I didn't watch it. Didn't see it. Don't know what's going on. Don't know about the Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Don't know about the Slow Times. Wasn't there. Didn't see it. Mm -mm. Never saw Hairspray. I didn't see Hairspray in 88. I didn't see the new Hairspray. I didn't see it on Broadway. I didn't see none of the sprays. I didn't see Ocean Spray. I didn't see none of it. Didn't see the rays spray. Didn't see none of the sprays. Didn't see it. Had no interest. Never saw it. Get off my back. Get off my back. Okay? All right. I never saw Flashdance. What a feeling. What a feeling when you never saw Flashdance. Never saw it. Never had any interest. I remember the video. What a feeling. Jennifer Beals was beautiful. On the, on the chair, she dipped down, pulled the water down, splash. She got the water straight to the, splash. Foot pointed. Yes, I know it. Visualize, she was working hard at the steel mill, and then at night she dancing, pull the thing down, splash. What a feeling. Never saw it. Never pulled up. Never saw it. Never seen Wall Street. Charlie Sheen. Michael Douglas wins the Academy Award. Greed. Never saw it. Never pulled up. Directed by Oliver Stone. Never saw it. 
Never pulled up. They was in Wall Street, man. What they get? Man, stocks and bonds. Man, look out. Stocks and bonds. Never pulled up. Daryl Hannah. Never pulled up, man. Never pulled up to Wall Street. Never pulled up to the back streets. Never pulled up to Street Avenue. Street Boulevard. Didn't do it. Never saw Working Girl. Harrison Ford. Melanie Griffith. Never saw it. Never even saw the Working Girl. Didn't see Working Girl. Didn't see Unemployed Girl. Didn't see neither one of them. Watch out. Make it off my neck. Never saw Fooled. Uh, fooled. Never saw Field of Dreams all the way through. Never watched it all the way through, man. Get off my back, man. If you build it, they will come. And I know they will come. And I know it's Ray Liotta that's coming and telling them, like, yo, man, get this field going. I know Kevin Costner standing there in the field. If you build it, they will come. I know the baseball players is coming. And they ghosts. But I never, I never sat and watched it all the way through. I know James Earl Jones was talking. Man, look out, man. Never saw it. Never pulled up on it, man. Get off my back. Get off my back, man. I know everything about that movie, but just, I just don't know what it looks like all the way through, man. Leave me alone. Never saw Terms of Endearment. I didn't like the title, man. The title was Mad Soft. Terms of Endearment just sounded boring, man. It sounded soft and, and tears. Love and terms, man. Man, look out. It was just growing. I was a kid, man. Cut me some slack. I was a kid, man. Never saw Beaches all the way through, man. I never saw Beaches all the way through. Bette Midler, Deborah Winger, man. No, not Deborah Winger, Barbara Hershey. Never saw it all the way through, man. Did you ever know that you're my hero? You are the wings beneath my, man, listen. You are the wind beneath my wings. I know the song. Bette Midler, love Bette Midler. Never saw Beaches because I knew it was going to be sad, man. If I know a main character is going to die, I avoided the shit out of it. I'm not going on the beach with y'all. You going to take me to the beach just so she can die off? Man, look out. Hell no, man. You can look at the picture and tell it's a portrait of them two. One of them going to die. Nah, man. Never saw beaches. Never saw Moonstruck all the way through with Cher and Nicolas Cage. Never saw it. Never pulled up. And I'm Cher McGee. I'm Cher Montgomery, man. I'm Cher and Cher alike. Never saw Moonstruck, man. It was about romance, man. I ain't, I ain't care about romance then, man. What Transformers the movie at, man? Big Trouble in Little China. Aliens, man. Action Jackson. That was me. That was me then. I didn't need no love, man. Moonstruck, man. Look out, man. I don't want to be struck by the moon, man. Watch out. Watch out, man. Never saw a fish called Wanda all the way through. Never saw a fish called Wanda. Never saw a fish called Steve. Never saw a fish called Bianca. I just didn't see it all the way through. John Cleese, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Klein, who got the Oscar for the role. Michael Palin. Never saw it all the way through. Don't know what that movie is about. Don't know what that movie is about. I know it made a lot of noise. I never saw it all the way through. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. She just got an Oscar. Never saw Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. Never saw it. Never saw it. Never saw Amadeus. I know the dude from Scarface is in Amadeus, man. F. Murray Abraham. You know what I'm saying? I know he's in that. Tom Hulse. Never saw it. I ain't like the wardrobe. I ain't like the wigs they was wearing. The little George Washington wigs, man. Fuck them wigs. I know he playing the piano and he just a 
you know, maestro on the keys, man, but them wigs, the wardrobe, man. I was a kid from Chicago, man. I couldn't relate to the wardrobe, man. I'm out. Leave me alone, man. I never get, I never got around to Amadeus, man. Look out. Now we get to the 90s. Now we in the 90s now. Now, you know, I know a lot of y'all probably missed a lot of those movies, man, but now we we coming into the 90s. You know, I'm going to just blend the 90s and the 2000s together. And I want y'all to get off my back. I never saw Hocus Pocus. Bette Miller, Sarah Jessica Parker, and the third one. Whoever, was it Kathy and Jimmy? Who was the third witch? Never saw Hocus Pocus. Never saw Hocus Pocus, man. I, I just, I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested, y'all. And let me tell y'all something, man. I am the movie guru. The majority in, of y'all in here judging me, y'all ain't seen more movies than me. Y'all ain't seen more movies than me. But sometimes you got to make a decision. Do I want to see this movie? And sometimes the answer is no. I just never wanted to see Hocus Pocus. All right? Never saw Dazed and Confused. I'm not confused. I'm not dazed. I just never watched it. I know Matthew McConaughey and that thing being all creepy, looking at creepy high school girls. I know. I know he in there, but you know what I'm saying? I never pulled up. I wasn't dazed and confused at all. I was like, I was very focused on not watching that movie. It's not that I'm against watching it. I just never got around to it. Never saw Train Spotting. Never saw Train Spotting. Listen, I don't like drug movies. I don't like movies where they just be, they be on the drugs and they be on the hunt for the drugs and the movie is all about the drug use. I, I'm not interested in that. That's not my genre. That's not my ministry. You know what I'm saying? Train spotting is like, all right, they're they gonna be out here on the drugs, man. Look out, man. I never, I never got and I know, I know it's a great film. Danny Boyle did his thing. It made a star out of you and McGregor. But listen, I never pulled up. To this day, I never pulled. It's probably great. But look out, man. Dude coming out of a toilet, man. Watch out. Never saw train spotting, man. Never spotted that train. Never saw Requiem for a Dream. Same thing. Drug use. Drugged out. Drugging. No. I was out. Even though Marlon Wayans is in it, I was just like, yo, I know Marlon. Marlon has looked out for me. Marlon has put me on HBO. But if Marlon was like, how'd you like my performance in Requiem for a Dream? I got nothing. I got to give him the code back because I've never seen it, man. I don't want to see Marlon Wayans on drugs. I don't want to see that, man. I know him personally, man. I don't want to see him like this. Even though I met him years after this movie even came out, but still, I never wanted to see him like this. Jared Leto, Jennifer Connelly, man, look out, man. Watch out. They're doing heroin, man. If it's heroin needles in there, man, I'm out. I'm out, man. Never saw The Emperor's New Groove. A lot of people already know this, but I'm just, I'm out the closet, man. I never saw The Emperor's New Groove. I never saw it. Wasn't interested. When it came out, when it hit the streets, I was like, nah, man, it looked low budget. It looked low budget to me at the time. I know it was a Disney movie, but it just felt low budget. It felt like a straight-to-tape Disney movie. That's the way I was looking at it. I was like, the Emperor's new group, man, look how. It didn't feel like Aladdin. It didn't feel like the Lion King. It didn't feel like the heavy hitters that Disney was pulling out. It didn't feel like the Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. It didn't feel like Cinderella or Lady and the Tramp. 
It didn't feel like the great mouse detective. It didn't feel like Bambi. It didn't feel like those heavy hitters. So I was just like, man, look out, man. Emperor's New Groove, this feels like a straight to tape. This feels like a, a Sunday night with Disney on, on ABC type of vibe, man. Watch out. So I never got around to it, man. Get off my neck, man. They've been on my neck about this for quite some time. Never saw Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. Never saw it. Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo, never saw it. And Sabrina was up my ass about that movie. She was like, oh, you're going to watch this. And I was like, yeah, I'll get around to it. Never saw it. I was never interested. I was never interested. I heard it's a, I heard it's a good time, but I never, I never sat down and watched it. Never, you know. Y'all going to get off my back. Never saw Hercules by Disney all the way through. Never saw it. I always see bits and pieces here, and I know Hades was killing it. And I know the black girls was killing it on the background singing, but I never saw it all the way through. Wasn't interested. I wasn't interested, okay? I wasn't ready for the silliness, man. I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't in the mood for her. Killies! I was like, hey, man, what we, we doing? Gospel? Man, look out, man. Never saw Boogie Nights all the way through. I don't get the hype. I tried to watch Boogie Nights three times. I can't get into it. I just don't care about Dirk Diggler and them. I just didn't care. I don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? People, people forcing the Boogie Nights. It's like, man, Boogie Nights wasn't all that to me. Boogie Nights wasn't all that to me, man. No disrespect to Paul Thomas Anderson, you know what I'm saying? Don Cheadle was in there, John C. Riley, you know what I'm saying? Mark Wahlberg, you know what I'm saying? You got a, what's her name? Julianne Moore. You, you got a stacked cast, but look out, man. Look out. I'm, I never got into it. I didn't care. I didn't care, man. Boogie Nights, man. Look out. I didn't boogie all night to Boogie Nights. I never saw Clerks all the way through. I never saw Clerks all the way through. It's black and white, trying to be arty. I wasn't with it, man. I wasn't with the black and white. The black and white put me to sleep, man. They just at the store, just talking. You know what I'm saying? Just talking. And I'm like, man, look out, man. Why is it black and white? Man, give us some color. If you're going to have a dry-ass setup like we just at the convenience store, man, give us some color, man. Why are we black and white? Never saw clerks all the way through. More Holland Drive. It's a David, it's a David Lynch movie. Never even remotely pulled up. David Lynch stuff to me is weird. So I was like, man, I'm not pulling up, man. No disrespect to Naomi Watts, but I'm not pulling up. Critics love that movie. They love putting that movie on lists. I'd be like, man, not interested. Watch out, man. And, and once I heard it was weird, I'm out. Once I heard it was weird, and there's several videos explaining that movie on YouTube, man, I'm count me out. If you get too weird, you lost me. I'm not even going to pull up and stress myself out in the weirdness. Nope. Never seen Coraline. Heard some great things about that animated feature, and it looks fantastic. Never pulled up the Coraline. Hear nothing but good things about it, but I never saw it. Never saw Amelie either while we're talking. Never saw Amelie. Never saw Amelie. Heard great things about that movie, the visuals, the vibe. That French film is just beautiful, I heard. Never saw it. Never pulled up. Now, I know this is going to get y'all riled up. I know this is going to get y'all riled up. This one right here, this is going to get y'all riled up. Never saw The Notebook. 
Never saw the notebook. Square up. Find me right here, right now, man. I never saw the notebook. Square up. Knuckle up, man. What y'all trying to do? Hmm? 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 What y'all trying to do? Never saw the notebook. What's up? What's happening? What y'all want to do, man? What y'all want to do? Never saw the notebook. What you going to do about it? Never saw it. Standing in the rain, professing your love, man, look out. Never saw it. Hmm? Was never interested. Square up. Square up, man. Was never interested. Ryan Gosling. What's her name? What's her old girl name? Rachel McAdams. Was never interested. Never saw it. Watch out. All right? Mama Mia didn't remotely pull up on Mama Mia. Nope. I don't care that Meryl Streep was in it. I'm out. Didn't see the sequel either, goddamn. Didn't see the sequel either. I'm out on both Mama Mia's. Mama Mia on that. Never saw it. I never saw Love Actually. Never saw it. Never saw Love Actually. Never saw Love Actually. Never saw Love Maybe. Never saw Love Possibly. Didn't see none of the loves. Didn't see the love not feeling the love. I didn't see love apparently either. Didn't see it. Nope. Never saw it. Never saw Legally Blonde. No disrespect to Reese Witherspoon. She's a great actress. Never had any interest in Legally Blonde. Never saw it. I might have saw a clip here or there. Never saw it. Didn't see the sequel either. Didn't see the sequel either, man. Reese Witherspoon, I apologize. If you see this post, I apologize to you. Because I think you follow me. But listen, I never saw Legally Blonde. But I saw other stuff with you in it. But just not Legally Blonde. And it was a massive box office success for you. I saw Walk the Line. I saw you in that. I, I I didn't see Legally Blind. Didn't see it at all. I never saw my big fat Greek wedding. Never saw it. You see a pattern here of what I'm not watching? Do you see a pattern? Because I think there's a pattern here somewhere. There's a pattern going on somewhere in this. On the movies I haven't looked at. I never saw my big fat Greek wedding. That movie was a monster hit. Never saw it. There's another movie. Sabrina was like, yo, man, that's a good movie. You need to get in on that. I never saw it. I've heard great things about it. Now, mind you, I'm hearing great things about all these movies, but never saw it. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Of course I never saw it. Man, come on. The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants, man, look out. No, I ain't seen it. I ain't seen the Brotherhood of the Sitting Down Flip-Flops. I ain't seen that either. Never saw it. Zero interest. Never saw Happy Feet. Never saw Happy Feet. Never saw Sad Feet. Never saw Indifferent Feet. 
Never saw confused feet. Never saw ecstatic feet. Never saw depressed feet. I didn't see any of the feats. Didn't see it. Didn't see Bridget Jones's diary. Never saw it. Never saw it. No disrespect to Renee Zellweger with the British accent. Never saw it. Never pulled up. <sighs> never pulled up. Man, I don't know what's in that diary. She could be talking shit about me in that diary. I would never know. Plus, you ain't supposed to be in people's diary anyway. It's supposed to be personal. Never saw it. I was in Alicia Keys' diary, but I felt like I was overstepping. Never saw it. I have never seen Elf all the way through. Never saw Elf all the way through, y'all. Oh, shit, y'all. I never saw Elf all the way through, guys. Mm. That's one I actually feel guilty about, but I never saw it all the way through. Whoo! Never saw it all the way through. I don't know what it was. It it, it it just felt it just felt too. I don't know. I just couldn't. I just didn't. I didn't. I couldn't. I I got nothing. I got. I like Will Ferrell. I like Christmas. I, it was just. I never made the time. I tried. It's just, I never made the time, y'all. I never saw Moulin Rouge all the way through. It was too much going on. It was too much going on in Moulin Rouge. I was like, man, turn this shit off. It's too much going on. The Lady Marmalade, Christina Aguilera, Missy, Lil' Kim. In a, in a fourth person, man. I was all in on that. The Geechee Geechee Ya Ya Mama. Yeah, yeah. I did not watch the movie, though. In its entirety. <laughs> and last but not least. Last but not least. I didn't see Mean Girl. I didn't see Mean Girls, y'all. Never saw it. Didn't see Bring It On either. Didn't see Bring It On either. But Mean Girls, Bring It On. Never, never saw. I love Tina Fey. Love Tina Fey. Love Tina Fey. She was highly involved in this movie. I never saw it. I never saw it. And who who's the lead girl in that movie? Why am I blanking on her name? Goddamn uh Freckles, red hair. Lindsay Lohan. I like Lindsay Lohan. Never saw Mean Girls. Never saw Mean Girls. I know Rachel McAdams is in it as a mean girl, but I never saw it. I've heard nothing but good things about Mean Girls, but I never saw it. So there you have it. My list. There you have it. That's my list. Of cult 
of cult movies and critical darlings and cult movies out there, I just I haven't seen. Okay. What y'all finna do, man? Square up. I'm still movie McGee. You hear me? I'm still out moving y'all any day of the week. So don't you come for me. Don't you come for me. Because I'm out moving y'all all day long. Don't you dare come for me. All right? Don't you dare. I am the movie king. No, no, no. They saying, no, you ain't in the chat's worth. No, I am. I am. It's because I ain't seen a few of these joints. Let's get your list. What movies haven't you seen? Why are you judging me? Okay? I'm not feeling none of this. Anyway. We already an hour in. It's hot in here. I done sweated out my perm. You know what I'm saying? But I do want to tackle a couple questions that y'all asked in the uh in the uh in the patron patron saint section. Ketchup mustard or both on your french fries? Ketchup on my french fries. I don't like mustard on my french fries. I can't do it. It just don't feel right. It don't feel right, man. Like mustard on the french fries, man, look out. Nah, ketchup. And back in back in the Fat Tony days, I used to like mayonnaise and french fries. Back in the Fat Tony days, Fat Tone, when Fat Tone was in town, let me get some mayonnaise and ketchup. I would mix the mayonnaise and ketchup together and woo. Fat Tone. Um. All right, let's see. Oh, just V said, did you see the TikTok video that showed wiping down your doorway panels to keep bugs out of your house? No, I haven't seen that, but I need to see it because it was bugs in my house last night, like little flying bugs. I was like, man, where y'all coming from? So I need to watch that video. You guys send me that video. Uh, Geraldine Townsend asks, oh, and also Geraldine asked that question about the, the ketchup and the mustard. Geraldine asks, do you like sweet peas sweet with butter or savory? I like my sweet peas or just I like my peas savory. I got nothing against sweet peas. I like sweet peas as well, but I like them savory. I'm a fan of peas. A lot of people, a lot of people hate on peas. A lot of people be like, I hate peas. I actually like peas a lot. And there'd be sometimes in life where I just go in on peas. I'll be like, man, I need more peas in my life. There's some moments where I just go in on corn on the cob and peas. And I like peas. So I'm going to go with the, the savory peas. Um, just V asks, how do you choose which friends will be on Tony Baker and Friends show? Just like, uh, really for me, it's just like comedians that I've worked with before. They might be they might be on my mind or you know I'll be thinking about them or whatever and I'll be like yo come do my show come do this come do that or or if I see comedians that I just worked with and I'll be like yo you was funny man come do my show so it's just like that pretty much um no no biggie no bigger I don't like to be pressed though don't press me to get on my show I don't, I don't like to be pressed but that's how I choose um 
Terrence Chambers asks, if there was one copy ever made of an unreleased Nas album and you see it in your vicinity, but it's in the middle of an alligator enclosure, are you going to get it? There's an unreleased Nas album? I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. I'm not scared of alligators. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I respect the shit out of alligators. I'm going to be cautious. But I'm not truly scared of alligators. I know what they're capable of. So I'm gonna tread lightly, but I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna try and go get that. I'm gonna try to go get that out. I have I have a tremendous respect for alligators, and I have been close to some. I fed one before. This video of me interacting with the alligator and posing with something, you know, I would do it. I would do it. Uh, who watches Dapper and Midnight when you're on tour? Uh. Usually Janelle watches them. Uh, Janelle is Keenan Baker's wife. Um, usually she she holds the house down when um, when I'm out, out on tour. So she'll just come and just she'll just come and chill out for the weekend at at the house. And I'm like, yo, the house is all yours. The house is yours this weekend. And so she just be she just uses that as like a chill like getaway for her. Um, so. And I, I like that she likes that type of vibe where she just be chilling out, you know, enjoying the crib. And uh, yeah, so that's who does it. Doo-doo. And one more, one more. Rex, Rex Bennett asks, what is the funniest fight tussle you've ever seen in person? Oh, shit. The funniest tussle I've ever seen in person? Dang, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm not sure. Nothing, nothing like really comes to mind on the funny tussle in real life. Like a like a good old, you know, get off me, like tussle, scramble, where shirts just get all, clothing gets all moved around and shifted and collars get stretched out. I can't think of a, a of a funny tussle. Hmm. I got to think about that one, man. I got to come back to that. I got to come back to that one, man. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway, y'all. I want to thank y'all for pulling up the verbal cardio, man. I was running my mouth tough on this one nonstop. Non-stop, man. That's because my producer extraordinaire ain't in the studio, man. So it's me. It's me holding the porch down. I hope uh, y'all enjoyed the the movie recap of He Played Me One and Two. God damn it! I'm coming. For, I'm coming for the for that cast. Oh, I'm coming. I'm cussing them out, man. Tough. Cussing all of them out individually. I hit the one girl up first because she actually followed me. So I was like, you, I'm pissed. Rest of them, I'm going to just have to pull up and hope, hope that they see my DM. I'm mad as hell. All the water's right here. Somebody asked, where's the water? All the water's right here, man. Keep the water on me. Anyway, I want to thank y'all so much. 
Oh, uh, wait, you got a serene question. Hold on, hold on. Stop the presses. Tanisha Turner has a serene question. What is it? I didn't see it. You know, I'm always down for the serene questions. Where we at with it? Did you ask it in the Patreon? Ask it right here, right now while I'm looking. What's the serene question, Tanisha? If Serene's last wishes was to be cremated and put in his girlfriend's sex toy, would you have allowed it? Wow, that is. <laughs> that is a wild question. Sorry, I saw the Kev on stage podcast with you guys talking about it. Um, if Serene's last wishes was to be cremated and put in his girlfriend's sex toy, I could honor that. I'm not a tight ass. So I'd be like, that's what you want to. All right. Okay. I, I would, I would just do it. You know, that's a wild question though. <laughs> wild. Oh, that's wild. But I would do it. I'd be like, oh, all right. I didn't know y'all was okay. Let's get it. So yes, I would for sure. For sure. I'm like, oh, you you sure? I, I, I would just hate the, I hate the fact that I have to do it. He's supposed to be doing it for me, but I gotta do it for him. Ugh. But I would do it. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? You gotta be real, because it's not about you. When people give you their dying wishes, when people say what they want you to do for them as their dying wish. You need to honor that, especially if it's not if it's not illegal, if it's not going to hurt you in any way, even if it's something you don't fully understand. It's not about you. It's about what they want. And so, you know, because I, I, I want my ashes to be ingested by my loved ones. I want y'all to throw me in your smoothie. I want y'all to put a pinch of me in your smoothie so I can live in you. That's what I want. I really want this. And a lot of people are like, nah, 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 nah. Y'all will sit here and eat animals all goddamn day long. And you can't just put a little dry pinch of me in your smoothie. That doesn't sit well with me. Y'all are fine eating pigs and cows and, and cow tongues and and leg backs and thigh muscle and just sinew and just like eyeballs and y'all be eating fish with the head still on the plate and the fish is looking at you eat his whole body while the whole fish is on the plate. Y'all fine with all this. Y'all will eat cr crawfish and shrimp, pulling the legs off, pulling the booties out, pulling the abdomens out. Y'all are fine with all this. But the second I'm like, yo, put a pinch of me in, in that smoothie. You can't do it. Soft. And I'm offended. You claim that you love me. I'm really serious about this. That's what I want. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Know what I'm talking about? That's fine. Uh... What's Shannon question? Uh, am I ignoring? 
what Shannon, did Shannon ask something? Tony is dodging me. What am I dodging? You got a question? It's not cannibalistic. It's dust. You're not eating me alive when we're doing the watermelon. I'm doing the watermelon uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Shit, maybe today. I don't know. I'm definitely doing the watermelon. Trying to make y'all cannibals. Man, y'all soft. Anyway, I'm getting the hell up out of here, man. I want to thank y'all for... Pulling back up to another episode of Verbal Cardio, man. Um, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to my patron saints. Y'all was in here tough tonight. And uh, I love and appreciate y'all. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Please like, share, and subscribe. Let me know what your favorite Tevin Campbell song is. And let me know which of those movies you haven't seen either. Let me know in the comment section below. I want to know. I'm curious. Anyway, man, I appreciate y'all. And thank y'all for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.